share it on my page here. But um, the uh, do you do you um do you eat cheese sandwiches first of all? <laughs> Not just cheese. Just like uh, those cheese singles are pretty good. You know what I mean? Like um, Velveeta and uh, Kraft makes them. They make all. They actually make the sandwich. No, like just the cheese slices. You, you, you've seen them where you unwrap the plastic. And oh then, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you, you throw those that. on a piece of bread, right? And then the and the killer thing to do is to add ketchup to it. What? Yeah. Yeah, you never had ketchup on on a cheese sandwich. No, I've never had ketchup purposely on anything. Oh, you're not a ketchup guy. I've never purposely had ketchup. I mean, I've had it by accident. By accident? Wow, this is great. Wait a minute now. Dang, this is amazing. So what do you? So what do you get on a hamburger? I get the. I'll either get the meat and the bun only, or meat and cheese only. That's wow. It. Nothing else on it. No, no mayo or anything. No. Wow, I'm learning something new here. Holy shit! <laughs> this is crazy. So yeah, I guess maybe I'm the only one that's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some viewers uh, in the chat here will say they had a cheese sandwich with ketchup on it. That was the, that was a thing, especially when I was a kid. You know, swim all in the summer. You'd be swimming and get out of the pool, get yourself a cheese sandwich with some ketchup on it. Wow. I mean, grilled cheese. I mean, is yeah. It? I'm a I'm a grilled cheese fan too. Okay, I mean, grilled cheese is amazing, but yeah. Um, yeah. AJ saying uh, chicken nuggets and fries for dinner, Jason. That's what the that's what the uh, that's what some of these boys like. That's for sure. Chicken nuggies, the dino nuggies. Jason likes dino nuggies. Yeah, they got to look like either dinosaurs or transformers. Transformers. <laughs> so what do you? Uh, so so you don't dip the chicken nuggets in anything? No. Wow. Um, I mean, happen? every once in a while at Chick Fil A, I'll get like their. Uh, Honey roasted barbecue sauce. I like that. Okay. And I think everybody was on that kick for a while, but it seems like everyone's switching to the Chick Fil A sauce now. But I've uh-huh. actually I've never tried the Chick Fil A sauce, only the honey roasted barbecue, which I think is pretty good. That's probably the best sauce I've ever. Well, the honey roasted. I've ever tried. I've ever tried, but you know, I, I haven't tried a whole lot. So. You haven't tried the Chick Fil A yet. No, 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 not the Chick Fil A sauce. Just no. their, yeah. just their honey roasted barbecue. I'm not a big fan of Chick Fil A. Is that wrong to say that? It is wrong. I mean, it's to me. I've been there, but I'm just like, what's so great about this? Like, I don't know. It tastes like something I had at school lunch at one time. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's fast food. I mean, it's just to me, it's to me, it's the king of the fast foods. Hmm. Alex Sturgeon checking in saying ketchup. Ketchup on cheese sandwiches? Is that what you're saying, Alex? By the way, Alex uh did a uh did the uh you know the going to the worlds, he did a road trip type video. Man, it was pretty awesome. He did a great job on it. I think I guessed I think I was like one of his guests during one of his uh videos. Yeah, I think he edited you out of it. Yeah, yeah I mean I don't blame him. 
<laughs> yeah, what's a, I wonder, like, I'm pretty impressed with these guys that do video, like, and especially with the, um, oh, catch up on everything Alex is saying. Um, I'm pretty impressed with these guys that do video and able to edit and put it up there looking as good as it does. I just can't imagine ever doing that. Like, if I was ever to do video, it would just go straight right to the YouTube without editing. <laughs> That's how, pretty much how I do the pod now. I don't even edit. But um, remember back in the day, I used to edit and take forever. And it's like, wow, I can't imagine doing that again. Like, I wouldn't want to do video editing. Like, um, yeah, we have Hannah checking in. She's yeah, you uh, can sit, uh, yeah, Hannah's over here. See, right here. Say hi to Hannah. She's checking in, uh, keeping up to date. We're uh, going over a little bit of the, we're going to talk about some of the world stuff. Hopefully um, we get some questions here, people tuning in and want to talk a little bit about the worlds. I know it's only been a week or two, but still a big deal. And uh, we got to, you know, we have to come back and do another race here at Hoosier this week, but uh, obviously a big event. We were there a long time. Hannah was uh, a part of it. Alex Sturgeon was a part of it. And, Overall, it went pretty well. Dude, the coverage on that was amazing, too. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of it because we were obviously there, but a lot of people uh, mentioned that uh, they, they enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Cole saying he's with you. It's overrated. Oh, yeah, he's, he's with talking, me. Chick-fil-A's yeah, overrated. He's, he's talking with you. I bet you he's like uh, one of the other chicken tender place guys. What's uh, there's Canes. I bet you he's a Canes guy. Canes. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see what he says. Uh, Alex is saying he brought uh, his good camera, but hate the editing part. Yeah. Uh, using my phone for everything is way easier and faster. Yeah. I can't imagine editing video. It's crazy. But yeah, if I was to film stuff, it'd just go straight up to YouTube. I've edited, edited some video before, and it's not. I mean, none of this, none of this. Yeah, stuff. but these guys are doing cool things like fading in and out and doing that's all sorts of stuff. That's all part stuff of the. Up. That's all part of the program. I don't know, man. I was pretty impressed with Alex's uh, road trip thing there. Well, he's uh, the yeah. Um. All right, John Bolton's saying, "Here we go. We'll just jump right." Oh, this is two fifty-seven, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. Uh, you did? Canes. Okay. Uh, oh, Canes. What's this now? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so AJ says yep. Canes, and then and then Cole comes right back and said Canes is the go-to. So I knew it. All right, Canes. Well, what is that, only down south or something? No, I, they have them. They don't have them here, over. that's for sure. Yeah, they're they're all over. If they do, it's spelled with a K. Um, it's the generic version of Canes. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, good. Canes is good, but I mean, well, where's there a Canes in your area? It's pretty close. I don't, I don't remember. AJ, he can tell us if there's one here or not. Um, Joe's there saying they have Canes in Minnesota. Super dialed. Okay, I'm gonna have to check this out. I mean, I'll have to look on the web. There's certainly no Canes around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's a Midwest thing, Alex is saying. Okay. Well, uh, 
AJ saying there is two in Florida, Clearwater, and Gainesville. All right. So, so uh, Clearwater is not close to you. How about Gainesville? Gainesville is probably where AJ has been hitting it quite a bit when he's there for those drag races. He probably hmm. gets to go to Canes quite a bit. It, it, you know, it's good, but I mean, I, I don't know. I just. All right. Well, Rob Sturchill is saying that Canes is bland and straight boring. Well, there you go. Attack him in the chat, people. <laughs> there's also PDQ, which I like PDQ. Uh, there's also. Um, and what's that? Uh, uh, Zaxby's. There's also Zaxby's. Zax. Um, oh, wow. There's a lot of different opinions in there, Jake, saying Keynes is gold. All right. Um, there is, yeah, so Zaxby's. What's the other one that uh, Fast Freddy told me it was a really good one? Uh, is it uh, uh, Bold Jangles? Come on, man. Michael's saying uh, Zaxby's is where it's at. So, yeah, you can see we've 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 had quite a few. Dude, Jake's saying Huey Magoo's. Man, that place sounds awesome. Huey Magoo's? I, I'm not, I, I don't know about that one. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's an awesome name. Look at uh, AJ. He's actually in the Zaxby's drive-thru line. <laughs> nah, for real. Hmm. That can't be real. Um, and Alex is saying he's not impressed with Zaxby. So there you go. Wow, there's a lot of different opinions. Just beat up on Sturgill, though. Everybody beat ask, up on Sturgill. I'm going to ask Fast Freddy what that chicken – is it Chicken Little? Chicken Little? Chicken Little, I think, it was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, Adam – Adam Rails is saying Zaxby, Zaxby's for at least two mils this weekend. Damn, two mils. What happened? Oh, Adam down here. Two meals. Wow. Yeah, this weekend. So Saturday and Sunday he went. That's like me going to my local uh, sub shop here. My favorite one, Bob Subs. Okay. Um, so Carrie's been away to Vermont, and uh, I've been at Bob Subs like basically every single day. So, <laughs> um, yeah. They they already know like when I walk in they just already get my get your cheese sandwich going. yeah and I don't like to order ahead like I just kind of like walking in and like act like you know I don't act like I'm like looking at the board like I'm gonna get anything different than the number four that I've been getting since 1990s and then uh, I'll, I'll throw an occasional I'll get wings for like a game or something like that and their pizza's excellent too actually but um number four sub right I've been getting since. 90s. Wow. Yeah. So uh, this this week when uh, Carrie left for Vermont, I said, uh, I said, look, I'm going to be in a little bit more. I'm going to be in more than I usually am. So, you know, and they got some new people behind a counter. So I said, don't don't judge me, but I'll probably be here like three, four nights in a row. <laughs> That's just how it's going to go. But tonight I decided to uh, go to the grocery store and, and Jason knows I was like, man, I don't know what to get because I'm not very good at cooking and it's very dangerous when I cook because I almost burned a house down twice. And uh, so I have strict orders from Carrie not to cook, which I have been following. That's so good. I ended up with the cheese sandwich. So there we go. That's how we got on this topic. Um, we'll get to the worlds here soon. Uh, you guys, Jason will give us the because uh, uh, someone up here said that Cav got screwed. Uh, where's this at? Uh, John Bolton said something about Cav getting screwed and. A one, 
Um, yeah. Well, I guess you could just jump right into that. Otherwise, we'll be all night here on food. <laughs> and uh, chicken finger places at that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, we're making people hungry in the chat, too, by the way. Jeff Storm saying he's hungry for chicken and wings now. So Chicken wings and pizza. You know, um, you know, the world started with four-wheel drive. Uh, track was pretty fresh, really loose when the first guys, drivers, got out there. Uh, we had a full pit area uh, of racers. The place was packed. I guess I could just play the video, too. I forgot about that. You know, the... the <laughs> Um, you know, we had, a, we talked a little bit, you know, we had a podcast while I was there. Uh, you should start with four wheel drive, go to the four wheel drive. Oh yeah. All right. So, so yeah, we had a little podcast from, from actually the, uh, the Airbnb we were staying at, you know, we, I missed, uh, a little barbecue at Spencer's house that night to do the podcast. They were kind of disappointed in me. Oh, wow. What a dedication, man. I didn't realize that. Well, I thought uh, during the pod, they were all at the, uh, some restaurant. They did. And then they went to Spencer's. Yeah. We didn't podcast that long. Um, I just don't think you wanted to go. No, no, it was, it was good though. (laughs) I I wanted to make sure we did and and talked about, you know, the, the beginning of the race and kind of get some things in there. And, you know, as we talked about at our pre pre game, uh, uh, pre game show was that, you know, the, the three fastest pe- drivers that I had seen there were uh, Spencer, Dakota, and uh, Brock Champlin. Um, uh, ironically, none of those guys won anything. Um, so I guess it, it shows you uh, how much weight you can put into some of the, the pre-race predictions. Obviously, you know, we had, I talked about Aiden Horn being sort of my fourth or fifth uh, guy that I thought could break into the, the, the other three drivers there. Uh, Ungara was the X factor. Um, you know, the, uh, I oh, thought Ungara was an X factor because we'd never seen him drive there. He hadn't raced a lot of uh, 10 scale. Um, so, but obviously he, <laughs> he was the big X factor cause he came into four wheel he came into four wheel drive here and really kind of, I mean, he kind of put it on the field. He TQ'd three straight rounds of qualifying and uh, won the first and the third A main to win his third world championship. So uh, the racer that we thought, um, you know, that he's a two time world champion in eight scale and he came close racing Spencer in Slovakia. Uh, they had a pretty good race there for the win. But, uh, you know, he came here uh, to the Worlds at Hobby Action, and he was really quick from the get-go in four-wheel. And, you know, I, I really was impressed with his driving, his uh, lines that he drives. Uh, he kind of uh, has a... a driving style that is, I'm not going to say unique, but he's got the ultimate control of the car with precision and running uh, the lines that are what you would choose as the ideal line. He doesn't uh, have a lot of wasted 
movements with the car. He doesn't try to drive over his head. Um, he's not out there trying to slide it everywhere and do all kinds of nonsense. And it seems like he's really um, precise with his what he does with his driving. And it really paid off here in the four-wheel class especially. And um, he got some competition from Spencer right at the end. Um, but, you know, I think that what ended up happening is Spencer just qualified too far back, you know, being in the sixth place on the grid was just a little too far back, uh, to move up. You can see we're watching a one here, um, you know, while we're speaking and, you know, Davide's out front and Spencer had to come through several drivers already just to get third just to get the third place here. And, um, and Davide is kind of holding off um, Michael Orlowski, who was also really good in this class. He uh, finished third overall. Uh, you know, if there's a, a highlight of the whole weekend was probably the A3 of four-wheel drive that kind of put everybody on notice that um, it was the world's and they saw some top level racing and driving from Spencer. Um, and then um, in two wheel, we saw, you know, it was a different kind of a race there in two wheel, but uh, in four wheel, I think we really got the, you know, we got people excited uh, for 10 scale off road with that race with, uh, uh, Spencer and, and Davide and A3. That was something to watch in person. It was great. I thought Spencer was going to win it personally. I was really kind of thinking that things were going to go his way eventually in that main and maybe Davide would make a little bit of a mistake and Spencer would get by him there with a couple laps to go is kind of what I was thinking was going to happen. Um, but it didn't. Um, Davide ran a amazing race uh didn't look like he was shook at all spencer was putting down sick lap times the entire well all the mains but especially in a3 when it was all on the line he turned the fastest lap of the event and um, he wasn't shook uh he didn't mess up he didn't give it away and he definitely deserved it and now we got a driver out there who there's never been somebody that's been the eight scale world champion and the 10 scale <laughs> off-road world champion at the same time. Dang. So that's incredible. And to do it in a way that he did where he had never practiced at this track before, he never attended any warmups, any test sessions. He basically finished building his car while he was there with, he had a mechanic, uh, Nuno, who came over from Portugal to help him be his 10-scale mechanic, did a great job. The uh, you know They essentially put what the setup items that Spencer and the guys were, were utilizing already, but his car was different. And he had several drivers, I know Mayfield and others, asking... Davide and his mechanic, what was different. And they started cha making changes to uh, actually replicate um, some of the things he was doing. And, um, and it wasn't necessarily that he did anything specific. It's just kind of how he built the car. 
Um, you know, he built the car like that and it was working from the get go. So uh, we see another young driver there on the driver's stand uh, that made uh, his first world's a name right there. Um, so, you know, kind of queuing up the A2 here now, but I thought four wheel was kind of the, the exciter of the event, you know, having that third A main that really was exciting, yeah. I think kind of pumped everyone up <clears throat> and made it feel like the world's in uh, a lot of pressure and, uh, you know, on Davide and a lot of pressure on uh, Spencer and they both kind of delivered with a great A3. It's just, I thought Spencer was going to win it. I really did. I, I thought that there was going to be a little bobble. Somebody would make one and he would get the, the advantage, but you got to hand it to, um, Davide. I mean, he just, he just was on that line. He did not make any major bobble or mistake. And no matter what the other drivers threw at him, it was not enough. Um, Alex is saying the pass on uh, that Spencer made on Oloski's was Gonzo. Yeah, it's that's in this main that uh, you got the video playing in the background here. Uh, that happens here, and uh, and you can see that I think if you have to boil this weekend down to just about anything, is that in this class. There were certain times that um, was sort of some defining moments. And one of the defining moments of this class was essentially Spencer qualifying sixth and Davide TQing. That was the big uh, factor. We had an issue in, in one of the, the last, was the last round of qualifying? I believe it was the last round of qualifying where the eight, sort of drivers was substantially slower than normal due to the track conditions. And that changed the grid dramatically. Mm. And I think, um, you know, you can see Spencer here getting into second, kind of getting into his rhythm. This is where kind of started getting the mojo flowing here. Um, you can see if he, how fast he catches up to Orlowski here, who, who honestly had a great four wheel portion of the event getting third overall he was awesome too but uh oh there's a little bobble there a little glance off the pipe that's where your car got to be durable these days because you can't glance off like that and break anymore you got to be in it so <clears throat> but yeah the defining moment there spencer not qualifying quite as well as Maybe he could have and should have, you know, given the last round of qualifying didn't do anybody in the A qualifier any favors. It was slow. Um, some drivers moved up much higher on the grid with that last round going the way it did. Uh, obviously, they're great drivers too, but you could see come the mains, there was a little bit of a uh, separation in who was who. Um, and that was sort of the defining moment of that and you can see here spencer trying to catch um orlowski and uh i mean this is davide here still in third i mean he's he's 
definitely in the hunt here, still right behind Spencer. So what, what just is interesting about these races is that they're, they're only five minutes. Yeah. And yeah. You think it would be longer. Well, just, in t- yeah. Today's day. Um, just seemed like it went too quick. I think give you yeah, enough time. I think that's um, part of what is disappointing is you kind of would like to see the guys race more. I don't know if, you know, maybe I just, um, you know, maybe it's a three of five a main would be more fun. Um, what? Maybe if you had a five a mains instead of three a mains, um, to determine the overall winner, you know, Oh wow. You know, so you didn't, um, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, you, you technically have five qualifiers. Maybe they should have five a mains. Um, you know, there's going to be people out there that thinks that's a little crazy, but you know, I was I wanted to see the the, the top guys race against each other more, and it yeah, just increased the time. And um, you know, I think the issue about increased time is in this game, it's still hard to catch up. And um, oh, so you're saying do best? Yeah, do I, I think it would be you would be better off doing more events because you'd have, you know, I think everyone loves the start of races and. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Five, a mains. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just kind of feel like it. Nah, I nice, think you're right. It'd be nice to just have some, the, the top guys race each other a little more. And, you know, if you win the first three A mains, it's over. You sewed it up. But at least we got to see everybody race a little more um, together. And instead of, uh, you know, having 15 minutes of racing. <clears throat> so um, would you it, would you keep it at five minutes then? Even or I think so. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep it at five minutes. Uh, just maybe have more main events because I think it's, What's really special about these mains is the buildup before. Um, is the there's so much tension in the air before these races start, and and it's just um, it's just a big it's just a big uh, stress for everybody. You know, there's a lot of tension. So I could see. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah, Jeez. wow, that was really nice right there. That really helped. I couldn't really see that from where I was at. I didn't know know what happened right there. I was standing um, in one of the corners. I think that triple that pipe uh, stacked up. I was down there in that corner, but this triple pipe stacked up in that corner. It was hard to see what was going on there. So, and this is it right here. This is the. This is the battle. Um, you can see Spencer gets into second here. And um, this is the battle for the overall. And this was the opportunity that um, that both of them had. I mean, there's no higher pressure than this for both drivers. I mean, you got Davide out front. He knows he needs to win it to win the overall. You got Spencer in second. If he wins it, he knows he's going to win the overall. So this is mm-hmm. it. And Davide made a mistake right there, tapped that pipe. If he would have spun around the other direction, Spencer would have got the lead there. So, 
you can see how these little things kind of affect the overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, they what they used to do in the old days is we used to run up. Everybody got a practice main, and um, they only ran a practice main for the A main now. But back in the in the old days, we all we all got practice mains. Like an actual main, like a no, like race. It was a, five, it was a five minute practice main. Yeah. Which was, I mean, today what you would do is you would you would have a two mains. So, yeah, I guess what I would propose here is five five, five yeah. mains for the A main and two for all other mains, and then they would use a point system for the two mains for all the other heats so wait what five a mains five a mains and then everybody else would get two a mains i'm sorry two mains so like you'd have have two b mains two c mains two d mains and in your points in that main would determine between the two mains would determine your overall man i think i like that so like it would to me it would kind of like two p mains yeah Yeah, uh, Kyle, they did run one additional qualifier. Well, that was the fifth round of qualifying happened on main day. And what happened in four-wheel was the track. They only did a two-minute warm-up session in the morning, and the track was really slow for the A qualifier. And it essentially, all these guys that were that seated into the fastest heat – they got the slow track and it allowed other guys in the B, C, and D qualifiers to get really, really good runs in. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I would al- like to see that go a little differently. I didn't like how that fifth round and four wheel, they should have did it like in two wheel. It was a lot more fair. That worked out a lot better because they had the same situation in two wheel, but they handled the, the time of it a little bit differently and it made the track better. Uh, so that, that was a mistake on if Mars part, I think. Um, but not really knowing, you know, they made the adjustment for two wheel, which was great, but I think in general, um, that was unfortunate, but yeah, maybe, a, uh, the opportunity to see these drivers race each other a little bit more, having maybe five mains and then, Man. I mean, it, it seems a little ridiculous, but... No, it doesn't. I think I like that. But yeah, you when I was watching it, I'm like, I wish this was longer. Because, like, to me, five minutes wasn't enough. I think I even texted I'm like, dude, can't the batteries go a lot longer than this? Yeah, they can. But, um, yeah, you can see here, that's the overall, you know, the done deal right there. Uh, Tom Bishop is saying one less qualifier and five means... Would make it more interesting. Oh, um, one less qualifier and five mains would make it more interesting. The last qualifier where they inverted the sort didn't really help anyone in the A main. Hmm. So I don't know. I I guess it's something, you know, that um, that could be thought about and get a little bit more. Because today it's all about having these 
you know, today we have so much live coverage. We have so many live feeds and I kind of feel like everybody wants more, right? Like what happened in a three, a four wheel, you want more of that. And, um, sure. As a racer, you want to sew it up in the first two mains and it's over with and you want it. But, um, today, you know, maybe things should be a little different because we have so much coverage and ability to show all these things. And we have people watching all day. Um, so, um, yeah, it'd be pretty fun. Good luck getting that through Ifmar, though. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of it today while we were watching because because we had such a great A3, it made you want to see more. Um, so right. potentially what you would have had was um, if we say we had two more mains, now we would have had Davide would have won A1. Spencer won A2, Davide won A3, and then technically we'd still have two more mains left in this system. And then, so that fourth A main would have been, can Davide um, win again? Win his third main and, and be done? Or can we get a different finish? And then it goes to, to a fifth A main to decide everything, and all kinds of combinations are possible. Fantastic idea. I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah, you're welcome. I love it. Uh, uh, Steve is asking, uh, what is the max length you could do with current battery technology? I like the idea of more mains than longer, unless the batteries would last a lot longer. Yeah, I think, you know, we've done a lot of this in experimenting at our J Concepts races. I mean, we've had our our very first, um, I think, our Clash race, or no, it was our, um, our first or second Clash. We had a 15-minute stadium truck A-Main in electric. Damn. We had one single 15-minute a, 15 A-Main. I think J.R. Mitch won it. In Everybody Springs. dumped that 10. <laughs> I think J.R. Mitch won it in Coral Springs when we ran it. Him or, yeah, I believe he won it. Wow. But what I think ended up happening in a longer main is if you get a good start, um, it's easy to fall back really quickly in 10 scale. Um, uh, so I think that was... What we kind of experienced there is the the excitement kind of got drawn out for that 15 minutes. And it in the end, I think it would have just been better to have multiple mains. Like, I think that being able to reset the grid, I think the most one of the most exciting parts about racing is the start. And when you start to run these races out very long, you kind of lose that. Um, the the cars being close to each other. And, you know, like when we run these 60 minute nitro mains and stuff like that, you know, you, you get, you know, you're lapping people. I mean, you got, yeah. I mean, you're lapping the best drivers in the world. Um, You know, you have your top, you know, 12 or 14, whatever we ran at the worlds. And I mean, guys are getting lapped like five times. 
So it's like that's why we were like uh, what forty five minutes sweet spot. I, th- 30, yeah, I think, I think in nitro forty five minutes is the, is the right number, but um, yeah. So we ran a fifteen minute main. I mean, this was in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight, we ran a fifteen minute main in stadium truck, and buggies could go even longer. So you could probably do at least a 15 minute main and buggy one single main. And, you know, we used to do 10 minute mains all the time Uh, on our J concept series. We do our mains, like uh, our longer mains on that series are like seven minutes because the more entries you have, you can't have like a bunch of races that are 10 and 15 minutes long, right? Cause you can't finish in a day. Uh, that's, that's why the electric races and other races are still tailored down to five or six minutes in length, because if everybody got 10 minutes out there, you could never finish. So, so, um, yeah, I mean, I when they introduced the first time I entered, they introduced triple A mains to me at the Winter Champs. This was in nineteen ninety three or two. Ninety I think ninety two was the first year I saw them have triple mains, and um, ninety three might have been the when. Oh, that's when I participated in one. So the first yeah. time I participated in triple mains was 93. I believe the first time I saw it was 92 in person. And I just thought it was the greatest. I thought triple mains was like the greatest thing. Yeah. Uh, because you want the opportunity to um, do it over a course of a, several mains, I think is, um, is, is just a better, to me, it's a great format. So, and I think Ifmar was the one that came up with the AAA main format. That was part mm-hmm. of their, that was part of their system because I think they didn't want to decide a world champion based off of one main, right? right. Especially in the old days, they didn't want to run one four minute main, and that was your world champion because you just take everybody out. Um. So, um. Yeah, maybe that's another. Maybe that's a good step. You know, you know trying something like that. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, or I can do it. They always talk about doing things differently or trying things, and um, you know, maybe the thing to do would to do double double mains for all the other mains and have five A mains for the champion. Wow, I like uh, the double main the double uh, mains too. I think what gets lost in a lot of these things and the more the the years that goes by is we highlight the winner second and third quite a bit but the guys that get fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth and tenth don't really get a lot of coverage but i think those positions are still fantastic results and maybe being able to battle throughout more main events could give you the opportunity to make sixth place mean a little bit more because you, you, 
you know, it really should mean more. You're at the Worlds. It's still special to be in the top 10. And, you know, we really care about the three guys that are up top. But I think when you're out there, you would still rather get fifth. You know, you'd still rather get fifth than than seventh. So, um, so. Man, I don't know. Like, uh, I wonder, you know, wonder uh, back in the day. If there was double P mains, I would have won the P main. Well, been interesting. Have, you could have won it on points. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> uh, so Alex is saying uh, nobody cares about the sixty third place guy. <laughs> is that what you got? Did, Man, that's that pretty. Got? That, that's pretty damn good, right? Is that what he got? Sixty third. Because I saw guys uh, mentioning they were trying to get in the top hundred. Is that right? Sounds right. I mean, there was a hundred. I mean, sixty-three. I mean, if that's I what Alex we, finished, man. Props to you, bro. Was, I think there was. Uh, um, what was the number? Yeah, four wheel drive. A hundred and forty something. All right. I think there was a hundred and forty yeah. some something drivers. Well, congrats to you, Alex. That's pretty damn impressive. Um, Chris is saying Joel would have won every world championship with five A mains. <laughs> Absolutely, got that right. We gotta talk about the uh, the Joel car later on. Remind me to get to that before we log I, off. I think there's going to be some people that listen to this and say, like, "Well, how many mains should we have? You know, why not make it seven mains? Why is no it- five? I <laughs> <laughs> I like five. Like you know when uh, NBA switched that first round from five to seven. Yeah, everybody was kind of furious about that. Yeah, it doesn't need I think to be seven games. It's five it doesn't games. need to be seven. Absolutely. Yeah, they all should be five, and I think that's perfect for this. Like, I can't believe I didn't think. Well, actually, I did. I forgot. <laughs> I did think of this. Sorry. I'll take the credit for it. I'll have to start emailing if Mar and Roar. Yeah, get that in on my behalf, please. <laughs> um. Somebody was mentioning up here, you were talking about runtime and mains and stuff. Um, ah, Chris is saying more mains would also give the time to nail the setup. If they are out to lunch in those long mains, may as well just park it. And um, I think what he just said is kind of what is what I'm stating is that in today's media with the live coverage and all the time that we spend there, I mean, we're there 10 days and I'm kind of thinking that just from a spectator and an online coverage standpoint, having more feature mains to me just makes sense because, you know, that's what everyone wants to watch are those a finals. And I think just from that standpoint, it would be nicer. I mean, hell they're already running a practice main. So that's already, you're basically doing four mains together. You know, once you run one more and make them all count. Yeah. So no, there's Kirby Hand checking in. Maybe he has some thoughts on 5A mains. I think that's probably why he jumped in here quick. So what up? What's going on, Kirby? What's going on, sir? Not much. What are we yeah. doing? Watching TV here, I see. Yeah, we're watching yeah. TV. Got the Simpsons on. So were you uh, listening to the pod at all? Uh, or uh, watching, I mean. <laughs> always. 
No. Okay, well, that's why I thought maybe no. you jumped in with the I, uh, 5A main uh, discussion. I just, as I was getting ready to come in here, I was checking out my, my headphones, so I heard the, like maybe the last two minutes. Ah. All right. Discussing you, number of A mains. You pretty much got the gist of it, yep. So um, what do you think, increasing these three A mains to five? For For what, the worlds? Yeah, for the worlds. What is it now? I don't even know. It's three. It's, th- it's three. It's three mains. Ah, Eight, three and five minutes. Like it just wasn't long enough. Oh, it's only five minutes. Yeah. 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 What is this? The eighties? Yes. <laughs> I had no idea it was five minutes. No, they could do three A mains, make them like eight minutes. No, uh, that, well, that's the, the little bit of a discussion we're having in the chat. Some people are saying increase the time, and others are saying more mains. So um, I like the five main idea. How though, many man. qualifiers are there? Is it still like nine? It's five. It's five qualifiers. Did there used to be like way more than that? It was, it in in my day, there was six. Okay, I was like, holy shit, they're, they're still going with qualifying. What is this all about? I've never been yeah. to one. I just remember there was a lot. Yeah, in my day, there was six, but they went because it was a true two weeks. The the event used to be two weeks in length, and they shortened the event. And in order to do that, they took out a qualifier gotcha. from each and shrunk some things down and made the, the event take place over essentially 10 days instead of two weeks. And gotcha. I think that was probably about right. Um, but the, I just kind of, with all the coverage we have today, live footage and I mean, they're covering practice, you know, all day long. And it's get, a lot of footage, a lot of, sh- a lot of stuff to watch. Yeah. So to me, I'm kind of thinking it's like, well, Maybe we would need to – we have more feature main events to watch because we have so much coverage today. It just makes a little more sense visually. Um, you know, there's going to be the diehards that are like, well, how many mains do you need to win it? You know, it's like – but I think it's really more about an entertainment factor and than it is just about um, – what gets the job done? I mean, sure, you can get the okay. job done with one main if you want. I'm going the other way here. One four-minute main, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <God. laughs> That'd be the first. If you're going to keep them five minutes, I would say yes. Bump up the number of mains. Yeah. I tell you that's what, fun. man. When we used to run one. You could, when you you could ran, do triple-A mains. Just make them longer. That's my bad. When you did uh, or some shit. back in the day. Yeah, back your in internet. Back in the day when you used to have just one single A main, um, it made that really intense, that's for sure. Oh, man. Do or die, literally. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't have a bad start or you're done. Yeah. So it's interesting, but... but I proved that know, wrong a few times. <laughs> yeah, like we got Alex kind of adding a... Um, a wild card in here. <laughs> if a three or four wheel was all of a sudden six minutes and uh, yeah, you never know what could happen. That's hmm. I, mean, I, I guess when I was drawing it up would have been, okay, so Davide won a one Spencer wins a two Davide ends up winning a three. So now it's like you got two mains Can you win one more or can the other guy um, come back? And to me, um, to me, the, other two mains that also can change your podium. It gives you a little more to race for because um, 
And I think, you know, as silly as it sounds, maybe I used to be against this idea, but extending out your podium a little bit, maybe. So you have five people on the podium and you have long. Mm. So you have five mains, five people on the podium. You know, traditionally podium is three people. I think that's the whole idea. But, um, you know, you go to five people because I think we highlight these top three guys so much, but it really is remarkable to be fifth place in the world as well. So it, it kind of sucks when you're in the main and you're like fourth or fifth and you don't really get to be a part of it. You're like, uh, yeah. uh, that guy's lap traffic. No, yeah, but like it's, it's cycling, cycling podium is five. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, We're really shaking up the RC world. What's funny is I was I like that. That's that because you know what? No, that's never been done before in RC. Make it a five man podium. Fuck it. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah. And I'm claiming that's my idea. Thank you. Oh, all right. You claim that. I claim the five A mains. And Jason came up with nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> as usual. Thanks, so, guys. how long would you make the mains then? Keep them at five. I minutes. still would have five minutes. Okay. Yeah, really? And, yeah. And the other thing yeah, that's I was right, going to say, yeah. I don't know if you heard this, Kirby, is if you're in the B, C, whatever main, you have two mains, and they and they both count, and it's points for okay. for them as well. So oh, in the B man. main, I like, in the B main, you know, you have to have – you run both mains, and it's a combine of your finishes. Right. Yep. That's how, like, outdoor motocross is. It's, it's two mains. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Solving yeah. the world's problems right here, you know. What else? Damn, we really are, dude. Else? This is amazing. This is a historic Jesus. episode. Good, good thing I showed up. Only forty nine. <laughs> we're only forty nine minutes in, and we've already. Whew. We already shook the RC world. How many? To its how many core. minutes? How many minutes? Forty nine minutes into this podcast, we've already go, got all done. Go Niners! Oh yeah, you got the hat on. Congrats on your three and zero start. Yep. Yeah. It's looking good. Looking good, boys. Lots of season left, though. Uh, Tom Bishop is saying combiner times, not places. Uh, nah, we don't like that. Yeah, as if as if t- places math wasn't hard enough. Now we're going to <laughs> math on <laughs> <Imagine>. times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're can't even like what what was the the uh, issue with that Roar Nationals where they put in the wrong. Uh, uh, point system. Point system for the mains. Like, uh, yeah, let's not. Let's yeah, not let's just time. let's not uh, shake it up too much now. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, well, so that was four wheel. Let's move into two wheel. Uh, they put it in. You know, what? they. What's up? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, just real quick, Kyle saying if you do two mains, you would have to go back to the two week schedule. Would, well, would you? it depends because they are allowed. They do allow a lot of time in this for. Uh, there are warm up sessions in the morning where they run like a like a round of practice essentially. Um, there, I think there is time to do it if you did it. If you did it well, I think there would be times to do it. Uh, you know the um, the first practice day they have four open practices. Then there is. Uh, two control practices then so you have six rounds it happens on the very first practice day then the then the first qualifying day the first round is just to determine your starting order 
for your actual qualifier. Mm. So there's a there's a round there that you could you could play with a little bit. There there is a bunch of time in there. Let me ask you this: How many? How far back do the mains go at the worlds? There was about a hundred and forty something drivers, I believe. So what is that? Well, there was there was fifteen races or four. Sorry, fourteen races. That's so, a P main. So they had they had they had fourteen races. So we have hmm. to know our alphabet there. Uh, a B C D E. H I J K L M N O. Yeah, so, correct. <laughs> there's there's another thing if you if you're trying to solve the problem with time and you know maybe cut it cut it back to 100 drivers. So N so N main right? Like, is it N? Ah, see, I messed up. I flunked math. I don't. I, I don't want to do that. Four race fourteen. That would be the N main, right? I flunked math. Um, took it as number four. Yeah, flunked math. I think, math, think, math I, think what, with you. I think what Kirby's <laughs> saying is probably correct. Um, the the amount of drivers, it's traditionally 150. That's what they allow for is 15 heats, 150 drivers. But you know, depending on where these races are, right? Like, You're gonna yeah. have, they may not get 100. Lots of participation or very little. Yeah. So. Um, I think from a competition standpoint, it's I diluted think, with 150 people. Like, it, well, it is, yeah. But the the thing that it's about is about the money, right? So yes, it's cash. There's, <laughs> I think there's, you know, the more entries you have, the more opportunity you have to gain a little bit more money for the event, which I'm I'm sure. fine with. But there might be a different way you could do that. But you know, certainly when you look at the results here. And you look down the standings, it the race is a lot deeper than it needs to be. I mean, there's really Yeah. Once I mean, once you get past about fifty or sixty, it drops off tremendously. Right. Like, and, are and, they- when you, and when you actually look at the fastest guys compared to guys even in like the D main. There's a big difference. I was going to say, what's the, mm-hmm. like the laps, like how far back are these guys? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I bet it's back all the way back is like probably three. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, a, lot, how much? A, lot people, a lot of people go for the experience. They're not there for the, essentially for the, right. They just want to do it, which is cool. That is um, cool. I agree. Um, but yeah, like the question is, is just, if you went to a hundred entries, you would probably have to charge more just to get the same amount. But um, and you know, my Steve, question. Steve Richter How much is entry? The entry fee is four hundred and fifty dollars for both classes. <laughs> what? Wait yeah, for both that's, classes. Wow. For both classes, yeah. For one class, <laughs> for one class, it's four hundred. And for both is four fifty. What a good deal! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, actually, man, that's I some crazy no math idea. there. Was that always the case? Like twenty years ago, what was it, Jason? I think. I I think it was around three hundred. Twenty bucks. No, I think I think it was. I want to say when when yeah. Mike Greedy we used to sign us up, it was around three hundred dollars for both classes. I want to say. 
Okay, four fifty. Oh, yeah. Damn, for back then, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I at, also at the same time, no, that definitely does. You know, Jason Santos here um, saying <laughs> that doesn't include the tires. No, 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 no. <laughs> that doesn't include the tires. Triple. <laughs> How much did the tires cost? Well, I think I oh. figured out. By the I way, Scandinavian swimmers in the house. Yeah, we probably need to get to that at some point. What's that? It's a knockoff of the uh, Swedish fishes. Yeah. Jason had them at the world, so I went on Amazon and bought them to and try them out. Yeah. They're actually pretty good, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, we had Tom Bishop. Yeah. Are they shaped like fish? Uh, they're shaped like firm. lobsters. Oh. And uh, here's like yeah. a. Uh, you probably can't That's see it. That's a dick. <laughs> what tell you watch your language on this That's podcast. A lobster. This is a mini van friendly podcast. That's a lobster. <laughs> not not when I'm here. <laughs> Kirby, that's a lobster. Black lobster. Well, a lobster. Yeah, I'm sorry, a lobster. And then there is a, like a lobster. dolphin. There's a dolphin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Looks like two. Mm-hmm. That are pretty good. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, think- what were we talking about? Tires. How much were the tires? Let me see. I want to, you know, Alex just said they were $20 a pair. Break it down. $20 a pair. How many did you need? And I, and I think That's my next question. You know, with the tire, with the shortage. Um, oh, boy. Shortage. Jesus. You know, there, was a, there was a shortage of tires. So they, I think they only had, I want to say they only ended up having four or five complete sets for four-wheel drive. So Jesus, for a world championship, that sounds real light. So you had uh, so it's ten pairs. So for one class, um, for the whole weekend, practice everything. Yeah. So ten. Yeah, um, they didn't wear them down much. So that so it was two hundred dollars for. I think you ended up about two hundred dollars for your tires for four wheel, and then a little bit more for two wheel because they had. Well, there you go. Alex spent four hundred for both events. So he, um, in four hundred. Total? Yep, he spent four hundred total. Um, initially, I was thinking it was going to be eight hundred dollars if you wanted to run new tires every run. But <laughs> as as it turned out, I don't think they had enough for that. So, I don't know what that means. God, he's eating bachelorette candy. So, like bachelorette parties, they have like gummy dicks. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right. Well. All right. Well. Um, that's fun. Jason ate them too, so, just so you know. <laughs> I wonder how how well known is the whole, you know, hey, there was a tire shortage at the Worlds. Well, it was, was, that, a huge, was that put out there? Oh, okay. It was a huge deal when it was happening. Yeah, like people I just couldn't, couldn't even imagine. People just couldn't get enough of it online. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think no. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the drivers themselves at the race were a little upset until they started coming up with some pretty good options. You know, everyone kind of got together and came up with some pretty good options. The options were, I'm using the tires I brought with me. uh, You know, (laughs) and and in the end it, it, it worked out fine. I mean, you see, we got that a three between Spencer and Ungaro and, you know, they only had four or five sets of tires for the complete event. And it seemed to look okay. (laughs) I guess I imagine it'd be a lot more trouble if, the track would require treaded tires, huh? Well, I, if, well, you would use a lot more tires if you had to use new ones every run. Had there been enough to use new ones every run, it's possible that they would have went that route. I was predicting, 
initially that it that it would be new tires every run, so it would be about an eight hundred dollar uh, tire bill. But kind of okay. doing what they did, it, you know, kind of cut it in half essentially. You know what? What race? Uh, actually, worn out tires were the the ticket was the ninety six snaps. Boom. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Ninety six snaps. Um. So they cut it in half and doubled it. All right. Exactly. Square root. <laughs> it would have been funny. It would, it would have been funny if if you if you uh, took away half the tires you're allowed to use, but charge twice as much. <laughs> 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 Epic. All right. Well, Kyle wants to jump into the two wheel drive portion. Kyle's trying to move the show along. <laughs> hey, knock it off, Kyle. I mean, we already we already created a whole new Ifmar program. I mean, what else? Absolutely. I mean, this is seriously groundbreaking. <laughs> so this is like Tony Khan coming up before AEW starts and says he has a groundbreaking announcement. There you go. On the podcast tonight, it's going to shake the very core of Ifmar and Roar with that weird face. Yeah, yeah. I was reading from a yeah, yeah, r- really badly. Yeah, eh, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. I think this is a pretty historic episode, to be honest with you. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, Ifmar just got to watch this. You know, listen to this podcast, and they're, well, they're somebody shoot. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and if it happens, imagine if this happens, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. R I P. I think it needs. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, so two wheel. They uh, there was a track change. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, they they changed the they, track. Did yeah. they go to a different track? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they, they, took, they took out a pipe. Another great idea. Go to a different track for the uh, two-wheel right, drive portion. Two-wheel drives on the East Coast. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, those guys would go, here, too. They, they changed the, the track here. Uh, they basically moved some pipes around and added a double jump, and they kind of it really was a whole nother layout in, in a way. So it was actually really great thinking. Wow. It was great thinking on their part to make the track so that it was uh, adjustable like this. And it, it, it really proved a, um, to be a, a great um, two wheel drive track layout. I, I think in some respects, I actually kind of liked maybe part of this two wheel drive track a little bit better, but, I wasn't driving. The only part I didn't like was there's this double right here and that single right before that tabletop. Man, that killed mm. everybody. Really? Mm. Would they go over over or on top? I guess. Well, what was top. happening is since you're now on two-wheel drive with control tires and no tire sauce. Is, Lack of grip. Yeah, you just didn't have the grip. So you could see like right on the first lap, Dakota got into second, and he basically jumped into the driver's stand because he got loose. And um, It's a fast line. And uh, Mayfield's in the fourth right here in this main. Tater's got a nice lead. And Mayfield's looking good. He's right here behind Cav, just kind of measuring up, has an opportunity for second. He just jumps into the green part 
um, goes the complete opposite direction of uh, that. You know, Dakota jumped towards the driver's stand, and Mayfield jumped right uh, to the turn. Yeah. And there was just wasn't really a lot of grip there. And so you do that double, that single, and you drop in there, and, and you have to, and you have to jump up to on top of that tabletop. So. What was weird is there's times where the cars look edgy, like had a ton of traction, like at the end of the straightaway. And then you'd get to some sections and you would just like get sideways and you just jump in the wrong direction. Like Tater mm-hmm. almost did it right yep. there. Right there, yep. And uh, so you can still see here we got Cav in third, Mayfield in fourth. And let's see if we can see if Mayf- where Mayfield jumps right into the – essentially right into the term marshal. So was was four wheel jumping over the t- tabletop? Well, you came into that section different. Okay. Okay. But that they was... still jumped on top of it. Oh, got it. All right. So there's Ryan. He's still in fourth. Got a good race going. Taters, you know, kind of pulling a lead out. You got Aiden in Schumacher. second, and you got Cav. Cav in uh, third. Yep, Cav in third. Mayfield in fourth. So you got the. You can see Tater. You know, he's crossing it up, going through there, and. Um, just manhandling that car through there and doing a good job. I mean, I don't, yeah, we, we'll get into that in a bit. Let's see if we can see where, so here's Ryan all over Cavalry. He stops right here. Boom. Jumps right into the grass. Mm. Oh yeah. And then, then it's like, now you're just part of the fray now and he just, he gets eaten up. So, um, yeah, I mean the biggest surprise of this event is the guy that's leading is a tater um, right here out front. He TQ'd, and um, I, I, I think that... There goes another guy. Yeah, just jumping all over the place. And this here's Tater in the corner. Ooh. And he... The turn marshal didn't see him because... I don't know if Gotti wanted to back up there a little bit, but... Because he had a good lead. Oh, yeah, what happened is... That turn marshal was going. He was doing all the chaos that was going on on the other on side. On the other side, that yeah. And he didn't you're, see it. Tater you're gonna just, break the podcast, Scotty. Don't do it. <laughs> so here's okay. the chaos. Going He's marshaling on. that. There he yeah, goes, red shirt. Boom. Yep. How does he? How does he mess up there? Seems like an odd place, though. I think it just got loose and it just went right into the pipe. Maybe glitched. Maybe it was a glitch. <laughs> yeah. So you can see here now. Here's Aiden in second. Um, this is the battle for the you know the win and a one at the worlds and let's see if um, um, you'll see yeah. what happens. You can see Tater's already pulling away from him. I mean, look at that through this section; he's just pulling away. But look who's in third: Cav, the old man, the shoey. <laughs> right here, I'm thinking. I'm watching this race going, what if Tater makes a mistake? Cav. Aiden just ends up driving into him, and Cav goes around and wins the first main. Oh, oh this is where the um, they kind of blame they kind of blame that on Cavalry, which oh, I didn't really think so. Of. That was okay. Is that, that the incident? Stop and go? Yeah, that was the, the situation. They give him the stop that's, and go. He stops bullshit, dude. Yeah. Who made that good. decision? Because they're an idiot. Sorry. That was Oh my god! So there's there's oh, really let, let him go back by, but that's that's so shit. Yeah, can I watch that again? <laughs> I wonder if yeah, what's funny is uh, 
You know, Alex brings up Pudge Luck. He didn't have the Pudge Luck there. Oh, maybe he was thinking that he would get the, yeah, like what I was saying, he would get the Pudge Luck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Where did, where did Cav finish overall then? He got fifth overall. Oh, man. He would have been on a podium if, it was, uh, if we had any say in it. <laughs> Going with the five podium. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, five man it's, it's right here, right? Or, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I went too far. Oh, I just continue watching them. Oh, there's some hits there. What about that? Cav was I getting bumped in the back there. Yeah, maybe the race is over here, or this oh. is right to the finish line. <laughs> the race is over. I think the I guess race I didn't go back at all. All right. Um, or did I go too far? No, I didn't. no, you're into A2 now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the big surprise. Tater just kind of. Oh, Larry Tom checking in here. Uh, he's the one yeah. that uh, basically ran the event. Yeah. He had well, a, we, he hosted yeah, it for sure. He had a great banquet, too. <laughs> Whoops! Sorry, talking. Yeah, the banquet was cool. They had it live on the uh, mod uh, mod media. Yeah, one of the best banquets I've been to um, was. Yeah, it looked there. really cool. Yeah, it reminded me of the RC car action banquets. Oh, look at that! You see, Tater, go back, go back. Ah, uh, go back! It's not easy to do. Damn You're gonna break man. the internet. Dang it! I only already what? went too far. Seriously? I don't know. Oh. So here's the start. Watch Tater in front. All right, we're at the Where's Tater? So there oh, we go. Comes out double, single. Watch right here. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's a little. I awesome. mean, almost. He, he was an inch away from complete devastation right there. And yeah. Now look, now look at the lead he has, and he runs a fantastic main here. This is. Um, I mean, this is the closest thing you're going to get to a Cinderella story because I don't think Taters ever beat. I was talking to people about this. Chris Bang, 96 Nats. Um, I thought that. And, and Tater is extremely fast. Every track we go to, every race, we just ran an E Nationals where he got second in E Truggy. He was very, very quick. But I'm not so, I'm sure you could count on one hand how many times he's beat any of these guys separately. I'm sure you could count on one time, one hand, how many times he's beat Dakota, Spencer, um, Mayfield. But this is the first time I've ever seen him beat them all together. Mm. And to put that together at the Worlds, I mean, what kind of timing? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. like, it's unbelievable. I, I just, I, this is, it has to be one of the biggest surprises I've ever seen um, at an event like this. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I, I was there when Cavalieri won his first Worlds. I was there when Spencer won his first Worlds. But they also didn't they didn't TQ. Those two guys didn't TQ. And I, I think that, um, especially Cavalieri, I think there was a little bit more force behind what 
you could see coming, right? And and even Spencer, to some respects, you know, he qualified third, I think, at his first Worlds, he ended up winning. But um, to TQ this, and then to essentially, I mean, Spencer had a great start here. He had made a mistake right there. That was probably the race. That was that was the that was the event right there. Um, and to hold this main off for Tater and. And if you look at his lap times, he wasn't um, – he was also the fastest, <laughs> which seems very simple to say that the guy that TQ'd and won was the fastest. But but you'll see many times – but you, what you'll see many times is you'll see somebody else in the main that had the faster laps or maybe they had the better top five, but he was also the fastest. So it was clearly his time, his moment. Um, I know the talk amongst the, the better drivers was they really thought that um, the three best, well, we could probably make it, it four, three best cars. I think the three best cars everybody thought, you know, here's a mistake right there. He hit that triple pipe. That's big. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody didn't flip. Right, he got it back on the wheels. So, <clears throat> what I was saying is, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't oh, well, what, I'm was, what, what I was saying is, amongst the racers, they were talking about the Losi car being very, very good on this track. Um. So were there other low C cars that were like, oh yeah, that thing's yeah, I, I test that's better than this other car. Brent Brennan Schimmel had one of the other better cars. He was in the main here also. Um uh, I, I wanna say that the out of the racers out there, they thought Brennan and, and Tater probably had the best two cars uh, <clears throat> in, in the in the race. The other guy's car that looked really, really good was um, Jorn Newman, who didn't make the A main. He was in the B main. Okay. His, car, his car looked really good. Losi? No, he was running a S-Works. Durango. Oh, no, Durango. He was running, he was running an <laughs> wow. S-Works. He, was he did run a, for Durango. He yeah. was running an S-Works car, but... Swarks. Truth be known, Swarks. it had a, about 75% associated parts on it. <laughs> what? Seventy-five oh percent. Lord, the secret's out. <laughs> Jesus. I I think I think those were the best three cars, though. I think the best three cars were oh. Tater, Brennan Schimmel, and Jorn Newman. I think. Those what were was Tater cars. running? And you yeah. know, as Alex, just I mean, I know TLR, but was it like some kind uh, of new prototype car or something? Hold, hold on a second. Um, what? He's got a call. Oh. What, no, no, no. What, what were you saying about uh, the car? Uh, like, was he running some kind of special car? The Losi car? Uh, yeah. Was it? Uh, um, no, it wasn't really anything special. Uh, I mean, is it was it one that you could buy right now? Double X. Well, you could buy the car. You <laughs> could buy the car and add some parts to it and and, and build his car. Gotcha. Because I thought I saw something. Uh, guys in the chat talking about Losi had some kind of. Uh, well, stuff going on with the cars. Well, they were using 
they were using associated caster blocks and steering blocks. Oh, that's mm. right. Yeah. Um, Man, associated. Yeah, they had associated parts on the front. Um, the one car which, is 70 parts, 75% associated. Losi's got what, 5%, 10? Yeah, I don't know. It was more of like, it was probably more like 0.1%. <laughs> wow. So associated could take a win there. I saw someone say that in the chat. They're just like, Oh, so Associated wins again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They should run run with that. Run an ad in car action. Do do people still do that? I'm like, what is there? (laughs) On on an RC car like that, there's probably... They change your Facebook banner. You know, say there's 50 parts. (laughs) Say there's 50 parts on an RC car and you got two. Right. So uh, It counts, right? I mean, we're doing it. We're counting bodies and turnbuckles. and I mean, we basically... Yeah, ball cups. We destroyed the world. If you look back on it, and Jason, yeah. let me let me pick your brain. What now? I don't know if you know in this specific instance, like what? What did you say? Caster blocks and s- steering arm. Caster blocks and, and steering blocks. Okay. What makes? What would make that the AE on that TLR car? What would make that better? Improve that car? Like. Well, I think it's a couple things is um, s- several years ago, because they haven't been able to update this platform in quite some time. Um, I've been working on the bike. You have been working on the bike. I, I know world's year, by the oh, way. So, <laughs> let's not get started on that bike. All right, go ahead. Right. Hey, Jason loves this, man. Don't well, what, what I think is they know that most of the drivers now want to run the same wheels all the way uh, front and back that are interchangeable between the different chassis manufacturers. Gotcha. So a couple of years ago, um, the, the Losi drivers kind of figured out a front end modification they could do. Um, that was pretty simple. It required all Losi parts to do it, and they could use associated wheels front and rear. So now, um, essentially, they have the same wheels all the way around as every other car. Because that was the issue with the the TLR car for a while is is the wheels weren't the same as the other cars. Well, with this small changes in the front end that they learned with their own parts, um, they could use, you know, the, the associated front wheels. Well, I think at a lot of races, the, the situation is there's not a lot of, of the width of the, the overall width of the car being checked all that often. And it's not super scrutinized. Well, I think, um, when you get into the worlds here and you have to get your car to fit into the box, um, you got to be a little more spot on. You got to be a little more spot on with the front end width and, or the overall width of the whole thing. So uh, I, I think that they found some things that they liked about the, the associated caster block and steering block assembly. And it probably gave them also a little more flexibility in the width of the front end of the car. So if they wanted to make it wider or narrower, they could probably make some more simple changes to do that. And it, and they got it to fit with their front A arm. Hmm. So 
I think what it is is essentially they haven't been able to make the updates to their own car in a timely manner because of the other projects they had going on. So they kind of had to put together a front end that got them the adjustability that they wanted and the performance that they wanted. And they used those associated parts to do it. And um, I think it worked out. It, it, I think all, you know, in the end, it probably would have been better. Well, it definitely would have been better for them to have their own parts and then a car available with all those parts very soon to, to be able to sell because um, the, the, the bummer of the whole thing is they just had their biggest win in 20 years. That's crazy. They just had their biggest win in 20 years and you don't really have a necessarily a car to sell. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we're now, not going to, yeah. Like, I mean, like we talked about, you can buy the car that they have now and you can do all, you can do a couple of the mods and put, you know, the, the hot parts that everybody likes to use on it. And, and you can, you can get Tater's car or Dakota's car, but, um, ultimately everybody wants that new kit, you know, the, every, every update, the little, yeah. Put it in a box. Let me buy it. The, the little, the little things they've all learned over the course of the last years. TLR's uh, like, let me show you this bike. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they're in a position where, you know, they got the biggest one they've had in 20 years, but they, they really don't have anything to go with it. They need something to sell with it. And, you know, by the time they get a new car out, you know, people are going to forget about this race. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's too late. And no, Brandon. Well, I, I don't know. Didn't they do that back in the day? You guys showed up with prototype cars and then six months later, the car came out cool. or never so, even come out with it. Well, Associated never even sold their car. Yeah. <laughs> now you just 3D print them. <laughs> no, 3D they, print. they used to make Associated used to make a new car just for the race and never sell it. Damn. Those guys, man. New That's not right. Jason, um, were all the TLR guys, like all the fast TLR guys running that setup? I don't think so. Okay. I, and I'm not even 100% sure. Um, you know, I think I'm not even 100% sure if Brennan Schimmel ran that front end. I know um, I know that, uh, what's her name? Uh, I know Tater and Dakota ran the, the front end parts. And... They all had two cars. They had the car that was in their pit that hung out in their pit, and then they had their race car underneath the table. Um, but mm. I want to. I think sleight of hand. I think Brennan Schimmel's car could have been Losi front end caster block steering block. I don't know. I, I heard that from somebody. <laughs> I heard now, is it true that associated? Is it true that associated was running TLR caster blocks and steering front? <laughs> no. That'd have been awesome, right? How weird would that you be? Oh, you guys are running our front end. We're running yours. Oh the, man, the mystery—the biggest mystery of the race—was that Tater's car and Brandon Schimmel's car were so good, and Dakota could not get his car to compete on the level of his hmm. two other teammates. That's oh, wild, man. Teammates not sharing info. I, I just 
I mean, they were working hard on Dakota's car too. They tried everything. Like they did it. If, if there was everything to do, um, they did it twice <laughs> because they were wow, trying so weird. hard to get Dakota's car to be that, um, to be better. And, um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't his weekend at all across the board. I don't, it, it was pretty disappointing for him. Did he try a rear motor? <laughs> he probably would have went just as fast. <laughs> and that's not, I mean, that's saying a lot for him, you know, what he would be able to do with it because what he did do was pretty amazing considering, cause he was in the running, I think to TQ the whole thing, even going into the last round. So, Without um, that, like, top, 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 top elite handling car. What's that now? Without that yeah. top elite handling car. Yeah, exactly. Like, he didn't like the way his stuff was working. Most people watching didn't like the way it was working, but hmm. he still had a shot, I think, to TQ at the end. So. Just wheel it, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's really unfortunate for Dakota because I would say in the last two years, well, nobody's won more 10 scale races in the last say, two years. Super hot. Yep. Um, I mean, he's probably won 90% of the races um, on in 10 scale and to come to this race and just not have a big moment is just it's really, it, it it's, it, there's just not a lot of justice, right? Like, yeah. A bummer, big bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, to me, like you, you kind of, you want to see people that, um, you know, that, that have had a, a great, um, you know, last couple of years that, you know, feel at the top of their game and then you want to get them to an event like this and have them be able to perform at that level and show people, um, you know, uh, what you're capable of on this world level. And it just didn't happen. Um, I think one of the funniest parts was, and you know what? And to be honest, now granted, Mayfield got a lot of seconds and thirds at the world before he won. You know, he he did a lot of great things. Mm. But I remember talking to guys like uh, Jurgen Lottenbach. Hmm. Brave. And they just thought like, because he, he only saw Mayfield race at the world, right? And he was, he would always be like, yeah, he's okay. You know what I mean? Like, because, and, and I, and I would spend all these years traveling around seeing this guy winning on every track, every condition, um, different cars, different scales. And I'd be like, look, I've seen this guy run a lot and you don't get to see it all, you know? And, um, and when, uh, you know, the year Stephen Hartson won the Worlds, Chico, um, I remember thinking that we ran our whole J-Concept series that year, and Ryan, he just destroyed Stephen Hartson at every race we went to. He was just, he'd TQ two out of three rounds, three out of three rounds, he'd win two out of three mains. Like, he, he never lost all year to Stephen Hartson. And then the world's comes around, Stephen ends up winning. And, oh. and I remember Jurgen just thinking like WTF. 
Yeah, Jurgen's just kind of like, ah, you know, Mayfield's nothing special, and Stephen Hart's, and this guy's the man, you know. And I'm like, look, mm-hmm. I see these guys race all year, all the time. I'm like, I'm like, I'm. It's disappointing to me that you haven't seen it, you know, the way I've seen it. And that's kind of how I feel about Dakota right here. Is I feel like I'm the one watching all these races uh, along with others, you know, that you see Dakota winning 90% of the races in 10 scale or whatever the number is. And you come to here and you don't see it. And then you see Tater with this essentially Dakota like race. This is what Tater did. This is a Dakota like performance. Um, And you see it from him instead of Dakota. And, you know, you get, it'd be like the Jurgen thing. Like, ah, yeah, I saw Dakota. Yeah. He's not that good. (laughs) right you're like no wait no wait you only saw him at this one race you didn't see him for the two years that i saw and um so yeah that that's what's kind of disappointing is you want to see everybody see the person run at the level that you know that they can do and you know what tater did here this is what this is what uh dakota can do um i mean right here you look in this man he's gone i mean that's what you see with Dakota on many occasions. And um, so to kind of make this even funnier, um, at the banquet, this is after the banquet, we were in the bar and Dakota comes in there and uh, Mayfield's in there. And of course, everyone had had a, one or two drinks, right? And, mm. and Mayfield tells Dakota, hey, finally – Somebody that's actually living my nightmare. (laughs) He goes, he's like, he's like, well, he goes, I had to watch Spencer win the worlds before me. And now you had to watch Tater win the worlds before you. So (laughs) shit. (laughs) So yeah. And that's what happened is, you know, um, Spencer was uh, Ryan's um, protege and he got, he had to watch him win the worlds in Japan and um, of course, Mayfield had won everything and anything um, before that, you know, uh, doing other events. And Spencer had never had that kind of success. And <laughs> and now, uh, you know, but it came two years later. Mayfield finally <clears throat> won. He won the two classes there in China at the world. So, um, you know what? For Dakota's sake, I'm hoping that come the worlds in Australia in two years, then he will be, he'll get that Mayfield experience back the other direction and, and uh, be able to win kind of break through and, and win there. All right. Uh, the other big news at the worlds was the Mugen car. And Tim wants to know uh, your thoughts on that car, Jason, this could be a whole podcast in itself, but uh, let's give us a brief what your thoughts are. <sighs> I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah, not so, not in the performance or anything. I just, I guess, I had in my mind when I heard that uh, Shinoski, who I've known forever, I heard that he was going to be running a, a, a Mugen two wheel at the Worlds. I was thinking, <laughs> um, I was like, wow. Uh, I'm like, I can't wait to see this Mugen two-wheel, you know? And I'm thinking they're eight scale. I'm thinking the look of their parts. You're thinking the, it's going to have a nitro engine. The finish of of the way it looked. And then I saw the car online, and I'm like, the whole front end just looks like a Losi car. Mm. And 
I think they, they made some updates in different kind of some different styling cues in the rear end kind of incorporated some of the latest transmission tricks, but ultimately I'm happy that they're in the business. I love the Mugen eight scale stuff. It's probably my favorite. Well, it is my favorite platform for eight scale. Um, I think the, the car is rock solid. It's going to be a headline on live RC tomorrow. It has a great reputation, but I just saw the two wheel and I'm just like, it's like, damn, it, uh, not what I was expecting. No, it wasn't like I was just, I don't know what I was envisioning exactly, but it just, wasn't that. <laughs> not like a cookie cutter car. Like, and I don't know that it's exactly it, like a cookie cutter car. Did it have but, graphite stamped on the arms too? No, oh man, that would have been great. Oh, we should do, yeah, you got to do that again, guys. Just make decals that just silver graphite decals. Yes. You know, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I had a vision of But what that was wasn't it. But that wasn't <laughs> it. When I saw it, I was just like, this doesn't bummed. look like a Mugen car to me at all. Like, oh, man. What did he say when he said that? No, I, I, I don't no. know. Mr. Mugen. <laughs> what did Mr. Mugen say? Yeah, what did Mr. Mugen say when you said that? Well, honestly, you know, everybody says the same thing, you know. And I, I didn't talk to anybody having to do with Mugen about it. I mean, Adam Drake was there repping the whole time mm -hmm. uh, with Shinoski. He just kind of did the, the media part of it. And you know what? It, the car will sell, and they're going to have a four-wheel from what I understand. Um, so they'll be completely into the 10-scale the market, which is great. Couldn't they um, just put 10-scale tires on their 8-scale car and call it a day? But... That's what me and Gotti would do. I, I think yeah, that's what you do. The, the part that's really unfortunate is if they get this car out soon, um, you can, they could capitalize on the success of Losi's world win by having <laughs> oh, yes. an updated version of kind of their own car first. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? So, so you're saying like, damn, that's how like, wow, really looks kind of close like that. Shit. So Losi's not going to get this car out right away, if ever. Well, I mean, what they're running is a variation of the car you can buy, like we talked about. I mean, it's if you want to. Yeah, it's build, just a, a uh, caster. Instead. Yeah, I mean, if you want to build Tater's car, you can do it. It's not really even that expensive or that. Yeah. Big All right. I mean, well, maybe they'll change it shop, up. Though. At our shop right now, we have a Dakota two wheel that we built. Actually, Jake Thayer built it for us. It looks amazing. We just built a a display car that looks exactly like Dakota's, and I think if we did the front caster block steering block trick, I think we would have a, a good percentage of the car built. It's not hard, but people want other updates besides just that. They want a whole new kit. Yeah, right. you know, give us an updated transmission. Give us the you know <laughs> this and that. I mean, yeah. So I, I think that's the the situation where. I mean, how much further can you go with these cars? Are you at the point where you're like, what else can we really do? You can. You can keep going further. The problem is it's going to make the racing. Um, well, it's already so dependent on traction. I mean, the, the cars depend on traction. Um, Slap on a couple more sway bars. Oh, Dakota was running a uh, new radio? 
Well, he ran an M17 here. He's been running a, a, a Sanwa M17 for the last couple of uh, races. Um, and I think what some have pointed out is even though he ran the Sanwa M17 uh, as opposed to his Spectrum stuff, it didn't really improve any of his results by running the Sanwa radio. You know, a lot of people have said over the years that they always thought, I don't know how Dakota can win all these races with a Spectrum radio. But all it's really showed is... That was me. I was saying that. (laughs) Well, everyone said that. (laughs) And I think all it's really done is solidify the idea that it's not the radio. Um, You know, many people believe the Sanwa radio, the Futaba radio are the, you know, kind of the king of the castle in this business. High tech links. But Dakota has fly sky. Dakota's proven that you can, he could dominate with the spectrum radio. But do you think he just makes up with that with his skills or, or do you think it's like honest? Like, yeah. I drove his car with the Spectrum radio, and honestly, I when I started driving it, I forgot I was using the Spectrum radio. It didn't bother me. Um, <laughs> and and afterwards, it was only when I was back in the pits, I was just like, "Wait a second! I was just driving his car with that radio." Everyone says it sucks. So what what is the complaint with the Spectrum shit? Well, something happened at a recent event with him, and with the binding or something uh, that we were at. And since then he's been running the M 17 and I think that he'll be back on the spectrum radio, I would assume, but I think it was just sort of a, uh, that they get, they were, they were nervous about something. I'm not sure what it is. But so like, let's lim- eliminate this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's what the decision was. Run an antenna tube, and yeah, I mean, we'll shit, there's nobody that has more more hours on a radio than Dakota running a Spectrum. So, mm-hmm. um, there's other people out there that think he would have did better with the Spectrum radio. <laughs> Jesus, and you know what? Oh boy, from my experience watching him, I don't necessarily disagree. <laughs> All right. All right, well, back to the Mugen car. So the Mugen car you did not like. Right. No, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I, <laughs> was, I was disappointed. Friend it. <laughs> I was disappointed. Disappointed, right. Yeah. Oh, so let me let me back up. Let me ask you, you said about uh, an updated transmission when you're referring to the, the TLR cars. As As a guy that's completely oblivious to what you're talking about. Well, over the last several years, the big thing in two-wheel drive is that, you know, you used to have to take the whole transmission out of the car to work on the transmission or the uh, differential. Ease of accessibility. Yeah, so the low-C car still kind of has the old setup where you have to take the whole thing out and gotcha. disassemble it to get to the diff. And mm. a lot of the other cars have a three-piece case now uh. to get to the diff. and. Um, Jesus, so, it t- Alex is saying it takes 16 screws to get to the tip. Yeah. Wow. You know, back in the Lord. day, you know, over the years. Well, know, the guy next to you is well, just that's like, how it was. You didn't, there was no options like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just you said, hey, I got to work on my diff, and that's the way it is. But yeah. back in my day. 
Yeah. yeah. So God damn it. Everybody wants that transmission, uh, you know, easy access, right. updated. The other that's thing true. that's the big thing now is they flipped what side the adjustment screw is on. Um, the adjustment screw for the slipper. It's on the left side now? Well, it, it, in the old, oh, throughout, the years, throughout the years, it's been on the the right side of the car. Right. Well, now it's on the um it's it's on the left side of the car with the associated and I think Durango was the first one to do it, put the slipper and then Serpent, I think, did it and then Associated put the slipper uh, never forget. Not the slipper, but the spring and the adjustment nut on the left side. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And and now and that's that's how the new Mugen car is. Oh really? They they basically, did that? Yeah, they yeah basically the they took Yeah, why not? A lot of the <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the things and added it to they actually made Mugen actually made the, the car. Mugen made the car that all the Losi guys want. Ooh, wait, wait! Ooh. Mugen made the car that all the Losi guys want. Yeah, but it's a Losi car. It, it was. It's an updated Losi car, basically. Oh yeah. Okay. So the so the front end is what they want. The it's like, the, hot, it's like the hotter chip. Like oh man, look at, look at that thing, man! So, I have a bag of bones here. I I, I believe what. You're going to have to wait, not you guys, but everybody in general. There's going to be some waiting. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Maybe I, we'll I am not. Maybe we're waiting. Wait. Come on. I think that the TLR guys will get the car that they want. It's just going to come a lot later than they <laughs> would like it to be. And you know what? They'll make it better. It, it will be better because ultimately when it's your car and your design, you know what the hits and misses are, and you know how to attack it a little bit better. Yeah. When they do get the car done, it'll be great. But, you know, they're a little behind the eight ball right now because... First things first, that bike. Let's that go. old, you know, dirt bike <laughs> thing. But, um, and, and it's just unfortunate for them because if they have that car available within, you know, two months of this race, you could oh, kill man. it. Hotcakes. You know, you could kill it with that, but just like the BK stuff back in the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. but you, you know what? Get that sometimes stuff out right away, man. Ship so, it with a freaking potato in it. Whatever. Sometimes you have <laughs> to make these decisions, and and um, they 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 went with what they thought was going to be, you know, the, the hot the hot hand. Yep. Yeah, and maybe it, it maybe it still is. Maybe that's the they still look at it and say, hey, it was the right thing. Even I, yeah, I don't know, man. But, I mean, you watch this race, I mean, you watch Tater pull away right here, and you're just like, man, holy crap. Yeah, I just keep rewinding it. <laughs> I just, um, I, I just, I think it's pretty impressive. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this where a, a guy, you know, I think it has happened occasionally. The one that, kinda, one that comes to mind is, um, and I know Mark Reinhardt was a, Horrific driver before this, but when he came to the world's horrific in touring car and a Kissimmee in 2004, and he was uh, he was killing it there and beating all the top guys that everyone. Wow. I mean, he was you know he was amazing there, um, and uh, they kind of reminded me of a little bit like. Um, it's like, man, maybe there's a new sheriff in town, you know? Uh-oh. Well, we'll see. Um, 
Well, that's some exciting stuff then. I well, guess we got you know, another thing that, you know, people, you know, that I was thinking about one day is I said, you know, there's a lot of drivers out there that many manufacturers put time and effort, money, uh, travel expenses, um, whatever you want to call it into having just eventually having a driver that can sniff one of these positions, let alone win one. And you get a guy like this Tater who delivered, you know, he finally, you, you have a guy that was, he's driven TLR his whole career because of Dakota, essentially. They're all friends. The family, you know, are friends. Um, and um, Tater's dad was a low C driver, TLR. And, um, you know, and then, you know, Tater was running it and, you know, just, and now they, they, you know, he's 16 years old. He won the worlds. So it, I guess to some extent you're like, Hey, it's about time that someone else has been supporting. And, and, and um, Dakota's busy over here. Well, you know, it's, so it's nice to see that. Is that Dakota? Where? Wait, what race? What am I watching? This <laughs> is a two wheel A1 right here. Yeah. I thought that was Dakota's. I didn't know what I was. I thought maybe this video went to something. Like, I thought Dakota was marshalling there. <laughs> like Gotti, let's pull up 96 Nats. So, uh, no, let's not do that right now. Four-wheel drive, A main one. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we don't want to do that, Jason. So, Jason, uh, did you see the new Yokomo Wheeler man he's asking? What the, did you see that? Uh, not really. Um, Jason's I, like, I, what are you talking about, man? I saw that they're selling a new car, but I didn't see exactly what was different about it. I thought they just like put Looked like a Losi car. Yeah, I thought they just put <laughs> bigger shocks on the two wheel and four wheel and a couple little things, and it was a new car. I didn't. That's what I'm saying, man. I think we're at a point where we're like, what are we doing? What else can we do? I think you're going to see another generation of car out there, and I think front motor. Well, I think yeah. what's what's going to happen is it's going to be we're going to create another generation of cars, but it's going to be even more dependent on traction to make it work. And then when you do have good traction on the track, the car is going to be at an advantage, but it's going to be even more traction dependent. Well, I I, I can't believe lay down shocks don't work. Like it just seems weird having these shocks sticking up like that. Uh, we got a guy. Wait, wait, wait. Matt was asking about will we sell the world's edition shirts? No. Um, not the actual world's t shirt, but we have a new t shirt we are working on coming out with that we only had 12 of those shirts at the world's, and we're going to produce a new, uh, a new shirt here soon. But we do have a new shirt. It's not the world's one, but it's, it's a new shirt. That we did have at the worlds. It says not worlds on it. (laughs) Great. Jacob says not worlds t shirt. Yeah. Oh, man. He barely saved that. Like, uh, Chase, is this the first time you ever really watch this from this uh, point of view? I mean, I've watched it a bunch now that you've had it on replay, but (laughs) I only watched it live. I've never watched any of the videos. Wow. You think you would have went back and watched that? I don't right. like to go back. Watching tape. Watch. Jeez, man. I like to go back. 
I don't like to go back and watch them. If I'm there and I saw it live, I think it always is kind of a disappointment to watch it again. Oh, wow. Interesting. Like to me, just the live action is so great. And yeah. Well, I mean, you're watching it on the video is cool, but you still, it's just not the same. Like, it's not like being there, damn it. I don't know, man. No, that coverage was awesome. That No, uh, it's great Matt. coverage, but. Yeah, no, I'm you, not saying. Yeah. What I'm you just, don't see is you don't see the difficulty as to me. Right. Easily. Yeah. This looks easy. In person, you can see <laughs> the difficulty much, much easier. Like when you come out of that turn where Tater just did and when I was standing over there and you hear the guys adjusting for it and stuff and you're just like, man, this is really difficult. And yeah. you just don't see it as much. It doesn't translate in the video. No, mm. it's not as much. No, I, I, I could see that point, but man, it was really nice to just uh, sit there and have it up on the big screen and the big they, screen. They did a hell of a job, man. A hell of a job. Um, there were some other questions I missed here, I think, but. Eh. Well, you know, congratulate Tater. Um, that was an amazing, like I said, I don't know if I've seen that um, before or very often. Uh, somebody having that kind of performance at that kind of an event. Um, then a girl using a stick radio, man. It's just like, wow, man, these guys, it's amazing. Ungaro, I, I I honestly think that he underachieved in two wheel. I think that he could have won two wheel too, had things gone a little bit differently in qualifying. Had they found a little better setup for him, had he been there before driving the two wheel car, I th- I mean because he qualified third as it is. Oh really? And hmm. he yeah, just- there was times in practice he was dominant. Um, wow! Imagine the Europeans coming over here and. That so for, for me that doesn't really pay much attention. You know, I, I get by with you know our our chat and ever all the shit Jason fills us in with. But to see an Angaro win four wheel drive ten scale and then like Jason was keeping us updated like how fast he was in two wheel, like holy shit, what what the hell? Yeah, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Invasion. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least uh, I, Tater put some kind of stop to it. I mean, my <laughs> I kind of felt at a certain time like Angaro was revolutionizing the way you drive the car. Like I kind of like, felt, I, I kind of feel like when I used to watch Mayfield and he developed sort of this real showy style, the whips, the um, the way he can drive an eight scale basically change that whole division. I mean, people mm. just, what ended up happening in eight scale is everybody copied the way Mayfield drives the mm. car and the, the, and just how he looks like he's so comfortable with it and um, how he's able to use so much of the track to get what he wants out of it. And it just looks like he's, he's like just so at one with the, with the vehicle, but I kind of feel like he revolutionized eight scale driving and racing and, um, but I, I kind of felt like when I was watching Ongaro drive, I was like, man, maybe this guy is revolutionizing the way you drive some of the, the cars today. And I, I was a little disappointed that he didn't do better in two wheel. Cause it didn't really put any kind of a emphasis stamp on, on it. Yeah, yeah. Stamp on that. The point I was 
like, trying to make for myself. I wasn't trying to make a point to anybody else. I was just trying to figure it out for myself. I'm like, is this guy revolutionizing the way you drive? Like the the world didn't see how really how good he should have finished. I guess. Yeah. Where did um, he finish in duo? I think he got like sixth or seventh. Mm. And he, yeah. qual- he qualified third and got sixth or seventh. And he was Which, in some of these, but I, I really think that. He definitely left a lot on the table. I think had he been a little bit, I think where you saw the, you know, in four wheel drive, you don't, you didn't get to see because he was so good um, that he'd never been there before. And maybe he hadn't raced a lot of 10 scale, but you know, in, in two wheel drive, it's a lot harder to hide that. Right. That's a different, yeah. And perhaps if he had run a little more or he had a little better, you know, working car when it in the qualifying uh, or the main, I don't, I don't know what could have been better, but had it been better, um, you know, he certainly could have been on the podium. I mean, Spencer kind of had a cakewalk in a three to get second. I mean, it was pretty obvious that Spencer was the second best guy because he got second in both classes, but um yeah, I, I would have liked to see Spencer or or Davide win two wheel two, just because for Spencer, I thought it was a lot of he was under big pressure there, trying to win at your home track. He still delivered on the two seconds, but this is the A three here. You can see he just kind of he just kind of yeah. walks away from this. Yep. Um, he got the first main was kind of taken away from him in two wheel because Tater made a mistake. Uh, we didn't really go over that, but the very first A main and two wheel, Tater makes a mistake and kind of actually it hurts Spencer, not Tater. So he only had that second main to really try to um, stop stop the win from happening, and um, that hurt. That hurt badly. How do you? What do you mean when you say it? It hurts Spencer, not Tater. Well, when you watch the the, if you go to the A one, wind it back, Audie. No. <laughs> I'm going. How far, Jason? No. Well, it's the first <laughs> lap. It's the first <laughs> lap of two wheel A one. So. Oh, all right, great. That's easy to do. So if this is it here, um, what happens is Spencer's qualified second. Um, oh, like, yeah. Of course, Tater's the TQ. It's before the triple. You know, where the, on the back straight there. Hmm. So they come through here. Here's spent watch watch Tater before that triple on the back section. On that next, okay. He hits the pipe right here, bam, and he oh, and that's he right. basically takes takes Spencer with him, and uh, Spencer gets the worst of it. And he Tater collects it. Oh, I mean, this is I mean, this was it. This was the race. Um, Tater hits Very the corner, nice. basically hits Spencer. So. And Tater comes out still in the lead. Ah. Yeah. Stop and go. Stop. I, yeah, stop and go. I'm joking. I mean, I. Um, oh, interesting. Wait, he hits the corner. Oh. Or that's the other lap. Oh, but that's yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, he, he hit the corner and it ricocheted into Spencer and it really. It corrected, it, it corrected Tater, and he got on his way. In. Yeah, good. and then yep. here's Tater. He's still in the lead. Yep. And this like, is where I was thinking, Dakota, oh, Dakota's in second. Now he's got his shit working good. 
I'm like, oh, he's going to get challenged right here. Jump right in the driver's stand. Uh, I was just like, as you guys like to say, well. Well. If if Scotty was there, like, pointing in the right direction to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like with the chair. Well. Well, I'm out of (laughs) here. Yeah. Yeah. So Larry, Larry Tom brought a great point. The whole time I was watching this, Jason, not one time did my my stream buffer. It was amazing. I mean, that's amazing. what you want. I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's what you want. Good job to Matt Olson and the crew. You got that got off that dial up finally. I mean, Matt Olson had a monster crew. He had eight people there. I couldn't believe it. There was a lot of people working for him. What is this? ESPN. Uh, Mike Stahl saying, I like the idea of overall spread overall several races across the world, not just one race. Oh no, we got another th- thing thrown in the mix here, Jason. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah, it's more world that's series. That's what RCGP was trying to do, and well, that worked out was it? great. Yeah, it, it, essentially, that's what the RCGP was a series. Yeah, it was a world series, and oh. I, I, I'm, o- I'm okay with that idea, other than the Maybe fact that best of seven races. Suck. Yeah, I don't know, that seems a little too much. Yeah. That's a series. That's like motocross. Like, yeah. Well, the the issue with this is, it's one it's like thing. J- those- Jason has a series. Like, it's a regional shit. You know. Go ahead, well, Jason. Sorry. Well, ours is a national series, but sorry, you I was short you, selling you. If you only, um, if you only have seven or eight races to run all year, you could do. Yes, that. that's the difference. Yeah, you're. These yeah. guys are running like fifteen plus. Yeah, you're. I mean, some of these guys. Spencer, I think, last year ran twenty four races or twenty seven <laughs> races, something like. Oh my! That. Wow. And um, that's nuts. Yeah, so it's one thing if you're <laughs> running seven or eight races in a year, and you could do a World Series, and that's all you concentrated on. But when you yeah. got to run, you know, twenty right. plus events. If that's how you're going to do it, though, that would be cool. But the reality is, like, yeah, yeah like, so I still like the five main idea better. 16 mains. (laughs) Seven minute abs. (laughs) Shout out to Mike Stoll back from PA. Yeah. What up, Mike? Mike? Stolly. Yep. Hey, there's my my biggest, actually, my biggest off road win was uh, a win over Mike and Todd Lewis. I I took the win in Truck Modified. Wow. Over those two studs. That's right. Those guys are both great drivers too. Todd Lewis, Jason, man. Jason, just let you know. All right, that's me, yeah. guy. Well, I mean, yeah. when Todd when Todd Lewis came to the winter champs, he ran stock though. Jason, mm. don't take this shit away from me. <laughs> God damn, Jason. You know what? He he was dude. He came every year, man. He Todd, was. Is Todd he, still racing? Dude, no. Uh-uh. Uh. Todd, yo, Todd. Re- I don't know how old Todd is, but Todd retired. He's retired from. He worked. He always worked at UPS. He worked for. He's UPS. retired. I he's know he retired. worked. He's retired like a year. Well, he ain't that. He's not that much older than us. No, I don't think. he's not. Because when I saw his retirement announcement on Facebook, I'm like, God damn, good for you, dude. Wow, good for you. We're about forty years off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, I know. Wow, straight to impound, ain't paying the bills, guy. No, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> certainly you know, not. Well, my losing dad- money every month. My dad tells people, you know, you know, he's like, they'll go to Ace Hardware or something, and they'll, you know, the somebody working there will be like, oh man, it's just, it's been a long day. He's like, well, hey, how old are you? You know, and they'll say, 
oh, I'm 20. You know, he's like, hey, you only got 45 years more of this to do and you can retire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, for real. You know, whatever. The, wow. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Todd Lewis. Damn. He was a yeah, great man. guy. Too, man. I'm, Todd. Yeah. Todd was cool. Man. Dude, every he was, time he came to the Winter Champs, man, he was like, like he was definitely the threat in the stock class. And I think yeah. he ran mod and did awesome one year too. Yeah. Jason. So like in the Northeast, Jason, it was like, it was Todd Lewis. It was Grabowski. You know, they were the effing guys. Studs. Yeah. They were the studs. And I think actually I was running third behind them too. They took each other out and I skirt, skirt, skirted, skirted by for the win. Nice. Yeah, hey, you know suckers later. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up the deuces. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Those were the, nice. those were the days, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I got my better pack it up. Oh, no, bullshit, listen. Bro. Bullshit. Oh my god, Allison must Allison. Time to bed now. We got work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, um, Fred just responded. The the chicken place I was trying to think of, Slim Chickens. Slim Chickens. He yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a strip club. I don't know. <laughs> he, I think it, <laughs> he, he said that's you know we've talked about all the different chicken places and uh, right. That was uh, Slim Chickens. That's a good too. Like where's raisin, that at? Around raisin chickens or like offering chicken. When we went there was in West Monroe, Louisiana. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Dandy <laughs> chickens. <sighs> so you didn't go to Bikini Bean Coffee out in Arizona for me and pick Damn, up my t-shirt? Dude. You can't buy them online for some reason. So they said you have to go to the store. That's why I wanted you to go there. How did Jason miss out on that? I know. Gotti, we should have went to the world's. Yeah, I would have been at Bikini Bean watching it on the TV. <laughs> you know what? I told I told Paul one day. I said, "You know what? Gotti wanted me to go get a T-shirt." I said, "I looked it up on my phone. I'm like, it's was really it far? Not that far away? Oh, oh my god. god! You could have like, lied to us." I'm like, I could probably go, and <laughs> I I remember Paul's kind of looking at me like, "You're really gonna go there for that?" Oh yeah, well oh, yeah, thanks, he is Paul. Paul because I brought a Starbucks from him for him. Thanks, Paul. Grove all the way okay. to LCO. Okay. Here's pay for it with your Jordans. I paid for it. So yeah, Paul, he's gonna go to Bikini Bean Coffee and get me a t-shirt. Hey. God. Hey, we're going back. We're going back to hobby action here oh, in December. Okay. We have, we have our race in December. So Larry, maybe me and Larry Tom will go there oh, and get yeah. you in the shirt. Well, Larry Tom saying, Gotti, what size? XL, please. No, Larry, wait till I get there for our race in December. We'll go. Nope. Mm. Larry wants to make it happen now. Yeah. I did buy a Hobby Action uh, World shirt, actually. That's downstairs, I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I bought one. Good. I got, I got, yeah. No, he's oh. gonna tell. He's gonna yeah, tell don't wait, gonna... Larry. Just go to Bikini in the morning. And uh, snap some pics for me and also <laughs> get me a t-shirt. You need to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No time to wait. Yeah. No time to wait, Larry. Gosh. Now, I'll remember that, P-Dub. Gary walked, um, Gotti walks around with that uh, world shirt on. I was like, yeah, I was there. 
That's right. That's uh, right, man. Yeah. And that world shirt's nice too, man. Um, hey, so, that shirts were cool, man. It's good material. I sent Jason. Uh, I told Jason that's a good material. I'm not sure. All right, Jason wants to go, guys. So uh, Matt, uh, you're leaving for INS tomorrow. That's right. Okay, so Jason has a flight to catch early in the morning. All right, uh, so Frontier Matt. Airlines. They're going to lose his bag again. <laughs> the whole thing's going to, you know, it's going to oh, end up in Harrisburg. My God. <laughs> uh, instead of J Concept having drug rehab names like Detox, etc., have strip club genre names. You already have the DD and uh, the Double Ds. Matt, so, you don't. You have no idea how many product names I've given Jason, and he's given me nine. a middle finger for all of them. All of them. Every single one of them. All of them. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Oh, well, that's great. Larry Tom will get me a shirt, and I guess I just, you will uh, pick it up for me, or you know, Larry can ship it out to me. Great product name I, for a, I did support a the world's tire. Larry Tom put on, I supported the world's and bought a t shirt off of his website. So good for you. That's uh, yeah. um, so yeah, great. That was the world's man. Awesome. It was uh, it looked awesome too. I love the uh. The stick at one decals all over the place yeah. there. That driver's stand looked awesome. The presentation was good. Yes. Yeah, I love the screen right there, Jason. The show and the lap times and everything. That had to be awesome in person right there. Right? Yeah, that and oh. that was funny is that's always there. Yeah, but I'm saying that the that look that's awesome, right? I mean that's uh it's yeah, big the, there. I can't imagine in like, person. That's first class shit. That looks good, man. Yeah, that looks you know real what? good. The, the drivers love that because right when they cross the line, they all look straight up there and look at where that finished. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I love that, man. It's fantastic. It is. That's the, that's one of the best things they've had there because it really, instead of sitting there on your phone, watching the, the scoring, you can just right, kind of just watch it on there. Yeah. yeah you just glance up at it. Okay. You, glance <clears> up, you can watch I the don't cars know. glance up. So. I don't know. Those Marshall stools, could probably be more comfy. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like a gaming chair back there. A little backrest. Yeah. But uh great job to the hobby action crew and uh, yep. Larry Tom. Um yes, and it was uh as a as an onlooker, it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really awesome. Uh Matt's saying we need a top ten list of tire names that didn't make it. Oh shit, uh, Matt. I well, got a top eighty, buddy. Yeah, he's got a top eighty, but they're really not uh, minivan yeah, friendly. And uh, in, in Jason's defense, not, wait, NSFW. Yeah, not safe for work. No. Uh, in Jason's defense, yeah, there there was reasons that they were rejected, but but there was some there, hey, in there, there were some there were some good ones. You know what? I might shop yeah. them to like Proliner. Or like <laughs> shop them, <laughs> hot hot race or whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah. So there you are. Um, so you're going, you're heading out tomorrow to the INS, uh, and this is, uh, where'd you say it was at? Yeah, where are you uh, at now? Yeah, right. Obviously we're, we're heading to Louisville, Kentucky is where we fly in and then over mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, Indiana is, and uh, his bags will be in Harrisburg, PA. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Did you put air tags in your bags yet? Do you take my advice? Nope. Oh, <laughs> there we have it. See what I'm dealing like with, any of your advice. Do you, uh, do you see what I'm dealing Kirby. with here, people? Yeah. You know what? We did only went to the Worlds in uh, Spain, and uh, that worked out good. Yeah. All right. So you're going to Kentucky. Yeah, we fly into Louisville, go over to Indiana, have our race at Hoosier. Uh, should be a good turnout. Looking about 300 entries. and 
is what we want. We usually, we, we try to get around that mount and uh, we got a huge stacked field again. A lot of the guys coming back. I mean, we'll have the new world champ. Tater will be there. Well, we'll Larry have, Bird, what up? Oh, have, big pressure on Tater to follow up from the worlds. We have, oh. uh, Spen- we have Spencer and Dakota and all these guys. Yeah. Uh, May- Mayfield's coming. Wow, got, that's loaded. We got, we got Brock Champlin. We got, I mean, we got a stacked field. So, um, will Tater have a world's hangover? That's the question. <laughs> Only time will tell. Yes. Aiden Horn, he's racing. I mean, we got, I mean, we got a solid, solid turnout. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize we'd run on the screen there for a while. Yeah. Good. So, uh, when we come back uh, next week, Jason can give us the lowdown on what happened there. Now, am I, am I uh, going to be able to watch this on uh, J Concepts Live? Is that yeah? The... Uh, Matt Olson will be there covering it. Okay. So I mean, Great. he doesn't have his eight-person staff like he had at the Worlds. That's a little right. much. But we'll have. Uh, I think he's got two guys. Uh, well, him. Well, it's and great himself, for the Worlds though. Himself he, and another. Gotti and I could do it cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it with the. Oh man! Go along with it, Gotti. Just go, go with it. Yeah, we could do it cheaper. Yeah, it it would come off as cheaper too. (laughs) Hey, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be a ripcast if we didn't talk about sports. Dame Uh, Lillard to the Bucks. Yeah, big news there. That's saucy. Yeah, Uh, that's good for them. Finally, going all in. Uh, Good for Dame. Matt's saying uh, he hasn't. Adidas athlete. Uh, Gotti, I haven't heard any uh, Joel Johnson updates. I know I checked my uh, I checked my pre order and it still has not shipped. So, mm. and I'm being told now that there's 2,500 of them only being made. I don't know if that's true though, because at first it was 1,500, now it's 2,500. Um, but if that's true, um. May not get it from Tower, so um, no, I do have a. I do have. As soon as it comes here to the U.S., you're good to go. You check right. with Stormer Hobbies. If I do not get it from Tower, I do have a a possibility of getting it somewhere else from a kind listener of ours. And you know what? I I heard uh, CLR guys are actually running those Kyosho Castlebox coming too. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> no, great. Good. Good update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. That was 257. Man, this is a great show. We had all three of us back here again. Yep. It's always great to have it's you. Because uh, I don't join work in. tonight. That's because I don't ah. work tonight, guys. Ah. On a when- yeah, Wednesday because, night. Because I'd be leaving in 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell us I, that. I have a vacation day tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday night. Oh, oh my God. So there's three more podcasts. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Well, we could do one Friday night in RC Car Action Edition because I had people message me. When are you going to do one of those again? Oh, okay. So maybe you could pick a car action. And I will be here Friday night. All right. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Good luck, Jason. Good luck to the whole crew, J Concept crew. Go over there and uh, kick some ass. And then uh, you listeners, uh, go over there and support Jason at jconcepts.net. Thanks. See you. Go Niners. Go Twins. Go Chicago Bulls. Yes, you put it succinctly. Succ what? Succinctly means perfectly. Oh, yeah. May I do that? Mm-hmm.